29 Elul, Chavtes Elul, Tzadik, His Conversations, 612. Reb Nussin wrote in the manuscript of the Chaye Moharan, Who can praise the beauty of the words of the Rebbe, the way they came from his lips in holiness and purity, with such limpid clarity that even his physical speech possessed every kind of grace and charm in the world? Even simple people were moved very powerfully by his words and longed to hear him talk. Whoever he spoke to was drawn to him and became attached to him with great longing. Even the evil men in Uman were all attached to him and inspired by him to the point that they had thoughts of regret the likes of which they had never ever had before. They said quite explicitly they had already given up all hope and had sworn firmly never to have any thoughts of regret. They were far from any hint of such a thought as everyone who knew them is aware. Yet the words of the Rebbe brought them to regret, even though he never spoke with them about repentance or other religious subjects. He always spoke with them about worldly matters or told them stories. Even so, they were drawn to holiness through the power of his words alone. They reached the point where they were on the verge of returning to God, and would have done so if only the hour had not been snatched away, and the accusation grew exceedingly strong and the Rebbe departed in the middle. But for that, they would certainly have returned to God. But anything we tell of him is like an insult in relation to his true level. If all the seas were ink, etc., it would be impossible even to begin to describe his towering level, his holiness, the greatness of his known teachings, and the greatness of all that was concealed. The best spice is silence, until Shiloh will come. Genesis 49.10, and then the true greatness of our holy and awesome Rebbe will be known. For they will speak about him a great deal when the Mashiach, his descendant, comes. As the Rebbe said in public, This I have accomplished from God, that the righteous Redeemer will be one of my descendants. May it be God's will that the Redeemer comes quickly in our days. Amen. 6.13 In this book, have been written many things which we heard from his holy mouth, including many conversations and stories, for everything he said was all Torah. We have also recorded a number of incidents with his followers. Someone with intelligence will be able to gain a little understanding of his utter greatness and holiness, which the mouth cannot express nor the heart conceive. For now it is wise to keep silent. Everyone must try to form his own conception of what the Rebbe was, even if it is only the tiniest drop in the great ocean. Even of what we heard and saw, we have presented here only a fraction, and then by illusion. Because of the formidable opposition which has grown up against him, we have been forced to put a muzzle to our mouths and hold back from speaking his praises. His true greatness and holiness are way above our understanding. Even the little that we were worthy of knowing and understanding, even partially, is impossible to relate because of the great opposition, even though it would benefit the entire world. I have only recorded all this for the generations that are to come, and for the times that are to come, may they come in peace, in order that it not be forgotten from our mouths and the mouths of our seed, in order that the generations to come might know how beloved is Israel before God, that they were worthy in these last generations of a light clear and bright like this, the hidden treasured light, Happy is the eye that saw this. Happy is the ear that heard from his lips such holy words. 
Deepen your study of his works, and you will understand a little of his towering holiness. Finished and completed, thanks to God, creator of the world. Nachman's Wisdom, His Wisdom, 308. The Torah is our life, and the length of our days, Deuteronomy 30.20. If you flee the struggles of the world to toil in the Torah, you will be worthy of the world to come, whose eternity reduces this entire world to the blink of an eye in comparison. But besides this, you will also have a good life in this world. The best way to handle this world is through forbearance. This cannot be attained except through immersion in the Torah and its commandments. Open your eyes to the truth and you will see this. Ridicule these words and you only ridicule yourself. We speak the truth and it is yours to accept. But if you wish to turn your back on it and remain stuck in the deep quicksand, Psalms 69.3, of this world, there is no one to prevent you. Let each man go in his own way, but we will call out in God's name. These were the Rebbe's words to a man who spoke to him at length. The Rebbe knew that this man was drowning in the endless waters, Yivamot 121a, and wanted to rescue him, but the man hardened his heart and turned a stubborn shoulder, Zechariah 7.11, Nehemiah 9.29, not accepting the Rebbe's advice. He knew the Rebbe spoke the truth, but refused to take his words to heart. The Rebbe said, He is like a drowning man who is about to die. A rescuer comes along and extends a hand to lift him from the water. But the drowning man turns a stubborn shoulder and turns his back in arrogance, not wanting to grasp the helping hand. He flees from the one who comes to save him. Heed these words, you will find pleasure both in this world and the next. Finished and completed is the book of Rabbi Nachman's wisdom with the help of the, the Blessed God. Book. Prayer B. 10. Through prayer, a person can exchange the marriage partner decreed for him in heaven. 11. When the masses pray together, their prayers are more effective than when they pray in separate places. 12. There are times when salvation will come only when many people pray for it. An individual's prayers are not enough. 13. A person with enemies finds it difficult to concentrate while praying. 14. One should be careful to utter God's name in holiness and purity. That is, he should sanctify his speech to such a degree that it becomes an aspect of the spirit of prophecy. This spirit will go out and defeat those who put their trust in emptiness and vanity. Thus, the verse, B'Shem Havaya Elokeinu Nazkir, we will utter the name of God our Lord, Psalms 28, the first letters of which spell Navi, the Hebrew word for prophet, is followed by, they were subdued and defeated, Psalms 29. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson number 92. 1. A powerful rectification for a nocturnal emission, God forbid, is to say ten verses of psalms on the same day on which it occurred. These psalms are 16, a sweet song of David, 32, a song of David to teach, 41, happy is he who is wise enough to care for the poor, 42, as a deer longs, 59, for the conductor do not destroy, 77, for the conductor on the sufferings, 90, a prayer of Moses, 105, give thanks to God, call out in his name, 137, by the rivers of Babylon. 150, praise God in his sanctuary. 
A person who merits to recite these psalms on that same day need no longer have any fear about the terrible blemish caused by the nocturnal emission, God forbid, because it will certainly be rectified by this. And in the merit of the rectification of this sin, may our righteous Mashiach come to gather in our scattered exiles. May he come speedily in our days. Amen. Lesson number 107 1. Rabbi Nachman was once speaking about the repulsiveness of the universal desire, that is, the desire for sex, and about how a person must distance himself from it. He said, At least eating gives a person added strength and vitality. But this desire is the opposite. It actually wastes and greatly damages a person's vitality, and it saps a great deal of his strength. Without a doubt, there is no need for this desire whatsoever, except for the propagation of the species. Lesson number 106. 1. A person ought to think words of Torah at the time of his marital relations. And even though his mind will be attached to thoughts of Torah at that time, nonetheless, he will be able to conceive children. It is an excellent thing indeed for a person to accustom himself to this practice. Lesson number 125. 1. Rabbi Nachman was once speaking with someone about reciting psalms. The Rebbe said that the most important thing about saying psalms is for a person to say them about himself, and to find himself in each and every psalm. The man to whom the Rebbe was speaking asked him how to do this. The Rebbe briefly explained to him that all the battles which King David beseeched God to save him from, a person must apply to himself in terms of his own personal battle against the evil inclination and its cohorts. And a person should do the same with all the other various situations and expressions found in the Psalms. The man then asked Rabbi Nachman how he could express his own inner feelings on those verses in Psalms where King David praises himself, such as, Guard my soul because I am devout, Psalms 86.2, and the like. The Rebbe responded that a person must apply these verses to himself as well. For a person must judge himself favorably and find in himself some merit and good point, such that in relation to this good point he is indeed devout, and the like. The Rebbe then said to him, Is it not written about Jehoshaphat, his heart was elevated in the ways of God? 2 Chronicles 17.6 In other words, in the ways of God and in the service of God, he lifted up his heart a little bit. The Rebbe then added, in the morning prayers, we say at first, what are we? What is our life? And we greatly diminish ourselves. Subsequently, however, we say, but we are your people, the members of your covenant. For afterward, we strengthen ourselves and lift ourselves up. And we boastfully speak of our greatness, that we are God's people, the members of his covenant, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For this is the way that a person must conduct himself in the service of God. See what is written on this subject in Lakute Muharan 1, 282, on the verse, I will sing to God with the little I have left, Psalms 146.2. Kitzer Lakute Muharan Part 2 is hereby completed. Praise to God, the Most High, Master of Heaven and Earth. Rabbi Nachman's Stories Trust in God There is no question whatsoever that he deserves to die, replied the king. The verdict is unanimous. And you must be the one to carry out the sentence and execute him. The fixer saw that he would not be able to dissuade the king. He looked up toward heaven and said, God Almighty, I never killed a person in my life, 
If this man does not deserve to die, let the blade of my sword turn to wood. With that, he drew his sword, and everyone saw that the blade was a piece of wood. All those present had a good laugh. The king saw what a fine man the fixer was, and he let him go home in peace. Ribnusson's Letters, Year 1, Letter number 229 With thanks to God, Sunday, Tavo, 5596, Nemerov My dear beloved son, I received your short letter through the Gentile who is delivering this letter. The long letter from Friday I have yet to see. Because of a delay on Thursday, I have not yet received my visa. I had wanted to send the carriage for it on Friday, but it was not ready since it was Erev Shabbat, and the man who can handle it with God's help did not complete the task. At the moment, I intend to travel to Breslov tomorrow, God willing. Such was the command of all our comrades in Breslov, who are eagerly awaiting my safe arrival there. With God's great love and kindness and through his miraculous salvation, I will receive my visa there, and from there I will travel to Uman, God willing. If you can get to Breslov easily tomorrow, so much the better. Most likely I will be staying there overnight. God will do what is good. As he has begun to bestow his loving kindness, so may he finish for me and let me come safely to Uman, swiftly and right away. May he fulfill our requests there propitiously. May I merit to return safely to my home in Breslov soon, and to live there in peace and quiet. Our enemies will see and be ashamed, and the verse will be fulfilled. They will soon repent and be ashamed. The words of your father, who is extremely busy and waiting for salvation, Nassan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. I was surprised that you did not write me any response from Rabyakov regarding his traveling Rabbi to Nussan's letters, year two. Later on, he said that if two men would come in with a fiddle and dance for him, it would certainly make him feel good. He said that he would not drink anything else, even tea. Two hours later, though, he told his son Reb to go to the house and bring Shabbat rolls. Just make sure they were prepared specifically for Shabbat. He ordered those around him to set up a table for him on the chair, and Reb himself sat on the candle chest. With great difficulty, he ate a small piece of bread with a tiny amount of sauce and compote, and when he finished, he said that it is permissible to recite the blessing after meals on a nearby bed. During the blessing after meals, he said, May the Merciful One draw upon us the holiness of the land of Israel. Afterwards, he said, I had not planned to eat, but I changed my mind. Later on, he sent for candles, and he said, The Shabbat candles, the festival candles, and the Hanukkah candles are all one concept. I have mountains upon mountains of the most wondrous, amazing teachings on the subject, but I just do not have the strength to say them. He subsequently addressed Reb Nachman from Tulchin and quoted the verse, Go to Yosef and do whatever he tells you. Genesis 41.55 The main thing is to be attached to tzaddikim. He later told all of us to go to the mikvah, and we went. When we returned from the mikvah, his condition had greatly deteriorated. The tzaddikid Adol came to him and asked, What? Has your condition worsened? Reb Nassan answered, It is with great kindness. He did not speak with us any more. We only heard him saying, May God bless you and keep you, the blessing who brings on sleep, the gracious one who forgives abundantly, who sanctifies the Shabbat, 
Blessed are you in holiness and Echad, one. This lasted for about an hour and a half. He passed away in a state of great calm and serenity, moments after the time for lighting the Shabbat candles. He was buried on Motzei Shabbat, amidst great honor, even from the Mitnagdim. I will not elaborate any further in writing. So much could be said about this that the skins of all the rams of Neviot could not contain the account. Please, please, our friends and brothers, fortify yourselves mightily to support our master and teacher's household. Let the gold flow from your pockets to publish his holy books. This is the thing he stressed most of all. May God comfort us and gladden our broken hearts. For as you all know, Reb sole desire and yearning was to rejoice in God and in his holy Torah. From all our comrades in Breslov, 5665. Reb Simcha of Uman, Reb Natan of Dmitrievka, Reb Natan of Yerushalayim, Reb Yisrael of Kardan, Reb Yisrael Kohen, Reb Yaakov Yosef of Yerushalayim, Reb Chaim of Kublitch, Reb Aaron of Kublitch, Reb Shlomo of Lublin, Reb Shlomo Gavriel, Reb Yitzchak Gershon HaKohen, Reb Avram Yitzchak HaKohen, Reb Shimshon Barsky, grandson of Rabbi Nuzal, Reb Matisyahu ben Reb Nachum HaKohen, Reb Baruch, son-in-law of Rabbi Getzizal, Rabbi Yaakov ben Rabbi Zev, Rabbi Leib Tzertner, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Rabbi Natan, grandson of Moranat, Rabbi Moshe Glidman, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Shachna, grandson of Moranat, Rabbi Mordechai ben Tovia Zal of Babrinitz, Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac ben Rabbi Natanel, Rabbi Dov ben Rabbi Yeshaya HaKoyen Lindvasser, Rabbi Benjamin Farber of Berdichev, Reb Baruch ben Reb David of Berdichev, Reb Aaron Leib Ziegelman, Reb Yitzchak Breider, Reb Shlomo Wexler, Reb Ephraim Krakowski, Reb Yisrael David of Tzuzmer, Harav Reb Mordechai Moritzedek of Sokolov, Reb Pinchasel of Pshedbers, Reb Yitzchak Krakowski of Liads, Reb Avram ben Reb Raftali Hertz Sofer. Prayer after reciting Shemot HaTzadikim. May it be your will, Hashem, our God, and the God of our fathers, that in the merit of all these tzaddikim whom I have mentioned before you, the righteous great masters of Torah, seers, prophets, and tzaddikim, in the merit of their holy names and in the merit of their Torah and the good deeds they have done before you, that you have compassion upon us in your great mercy. May the light of their holiness be drawn upon us, and may we merit following in their footsteps and walking in their paths. From now on, May we merit, by virtue of their greatness, to return to you in truth and walk before you in the path of the righteous. Inspire all the tzaddikim, both those whom I mentioned before you and those hidden tzaddikim in every generation whose names I didn't merit to know, to all as one protect us and speak on our behalf before your throne of glory, so you may have pity and compassion on us and sway our hearts to return to you in truth, and remove our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh, and inspire us to return to you in complete repentance. And may we merit going in the ways of tzaddikim. May our lot be with them in the world to come, in the Garden of Eden, and may we not be embarrassed before you. And in the merit of mentioning the names of the tzaddikim, may you fulfill all our requests of you for whatever we need, both materially and spiritually. And may you suspend the laws of nature and safeguard us directly for good, blessing, life, and peace and draw upon us an abundant flow of good, blessing, life, healing, livelihood, 
physical health, and all types of good entirely beyond nature, and change the nature of heaven and earth for our benefit in the merit of these awesome tzaddikim whom I have mentioned, since you informed us through your true tzaddikim that mentioning the names of tzaddikim has the power to change the workings of creation and adapt nature for good. For now, we have no one to rely on besides the merit of the holy deceased tzaddikim. For the sake of the holy ones who are in the earth and for the mighty, all my desires are fulfilled in their merit. Merciful God, remember us for the good before you and recall us for salvation and mercy from the ancient highest heavens. And Hashem our God, remember the love of the ancient ones for us, the merit of all the tzaddikim and righteous ones and holy ones whom I have mentioned before you. In their merit, bring us salvation in any area that we need, physically, emotionally, and financially, in material and in spiritual needs. Inspire us to return to you in complete repentance and grant us the merit of seeing the revelation of the King Messiah, who should come speedily in our days, and cast our lot with that of tzaddikim forever. And may we never feel shame since we place our trust in you and truly rely on your great kindness. Blessed are you, the support and trust of the tzaddikim. Reb Prayers 2, Prayer number 59. May it be your will, Hashem our God, and God of our fathers, that in the merit of all of these tzaddikim whom I have mentioned before you, these pious, mighty masters of Torah, these prophets and pious men, in the merit of their holy names and in the merit of their Torah and good deeds that they performed before you, that you will have compassion on us in your vast compassion. May the light of their holiness be drawn onto us so that we will walk in their footsteps and travel upon their paths. From now on, aided by their great power, May we truly return to you and walk before you in the ways of righteousness. May all of the tzaddikim, whether those whom I have mentioned before you, or those hidden tzaddikim of every every generation whose names I was not privileged to know, all of them in unison shield us and speak well in our behalf before the throne of your glory, so that you will have pity and compassion on us and inspire our heart to truly return to you. Remove our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. Bring us back to you in complete repentance. May we walk in the way of the tzaddikim. May our portion be with them in the world to come in the Garden of Eden. And may we not be ashamed before you. In the merit of our having recited the names of the tzaddikim, help us attain all of our requests of you regarding everything we need in both the physical and spiritual realms. Nullify nature and oversee us with your providence for the good and for blessing, for life and for peace. May an abundance of goodness, blessing, life, healing, income, physical health, and everything good, completely beyond nature, be drawn onto us. May all of the rules of heaven and earth change for the good on our behalf, in the merit of the names of these awesome tzaddikim that I have mentioned before you. For you informed us by means of your true tzaddikim that mentioning the names of the tzaddikim has the power to bring about a change in creation itself, transforming nature for the good. For now, we have nothing on which to rely except the merit of the holy tzaddikim who sleep in the dust. All of the holy ones who are in the earth, and the mighty ones, in whom is all of my delight. You who are filled with compassion, remember us for the good before you. Send us salvation and compassion from the highest supernal heavens. Hashem, our God, recall for us the love of the early ones, the merit of all of these tzaddikim and pious holy men whom I have mentioned before you. In their merit, save us in every way that we need to be saved, in body, soul, and financial matters, in the material and spiritual realms. Bring us back to you in complete repentance. 
Place our portion with the tzaddikim forever. May we never be ashamed, for we have trusted in you, and we have truly relied on your great kindness. Blessed are you, support and trust of the tzaddikim. Be strong, be strong, be strong, and we will be strengthened.